Is that Jaguar me off? Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Ear Buddies. I am Ian Meyer, joined per usual by the purveyor of jugs himself, Scott El Guchador Kraus. What's going on, Gooch? Hello, Mensch Wamp Wamp. How are you doing today? Wonderful. How's, I, you, how's it going? Uh, it's going all right. How's, how's your week been? Work's okay? How uh, is your new job going? You want to disclose anything on that? Uh, no, it's fine. I mean, it's going, it's cool. okay. It's just, it's way easier at, uh, so far, which is cool. Better in your other position? Air conditioned? Yeah, it's great. Nice. Air conditioning is lovely. Yeah. Uh, some exciting news, though. This Sunday, I'm going to see the Rolling Stones. Oh, shoot. I think I mentioned that on another episode. I don't remember what episode that uh, me and my dad had bought tickets, and it's finally happening. I it, think a local band is opening, right, for them this tour? I don't know. I have no idea who's opening, actually. I think the Vista Vista Kicks. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, okay. they're from Sacramento. I, I think really? they're, they're opening on the tour, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, someone referred me to Vista Kicks. I don't know, but I I, had, I have yet to listen to them, so... Uh, I, really, I saw I them they, a couple times. I don't remember I, what they sound like. I don't they even okay? know if they're local anymore. They're one of those bands that they might just be in L.A. now. Hmm. That's what tends to happen. Yeah. So, but it should be pretty cool. It's in Santa Clara, and uh, uh, it's a high of like seventy-five that day. It'd be pretty nice in the bay. Nice. And uh, it'll be cool. I just got back to, from Montana, and it was like seventy. Oh yeah, I picked brutal your ass up from back. the airport. Yeah, one hundred and five. Yeah, it was a it's a rude awakening. Yeah, we're it's just a lot nicer over there. We're just weather oriented today, aren't we? Uh. Hey, you at home, play along. Uh, hashtag my weather over here. Tell us wh- how and then, you're feeling. And then put the number. Yeah. Uh, you can do Fahrenheit or Celsius. Um, we can guess. Mm-hmm. I think we're smart enough to guess. Yeah. Don't say whether or not it's Fahrenheit or Celsius. You'd think we're smart enough to guess, but. Uh, I just think it's a fun game. Um, we'll, f- we'll find out. We're bored on this on this show. So just please just send us anything, <laughs> literally anything. <laughs> oh god! Uh, what else been going on? You been listening to anything? Uh, anything nice? Anything? Anything good? Uh, so the album that we're we're about to talk about got me listening to some stuff that I haven't listened to in a while. I started listening to David Bowie today again. Um, something I listened to a lot as a child. Like the first mm-hmm. the first CD I ever borrowed from my dad was Rebel Rebel, and he snuck me into a David Bowie show when I was in my mom's womb. So. <laughs> It's uh, something that is deep in my my snuck blood. Snuck you in. <laughs> snuck my mom in. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, my pregnant mom. Specifically? Yeah, she was pregnant. Okay, with you. With me. Okay. As far as I know. Um, I, I had some, some flashbacks to that listening to the album we're about to talk about. So I started listening to Scary Monsters and Lodger, hmm. which is uh, it's a treat. I've been... Put me in a good mood. It's like you, you, something that you listen to when you're growing up, and you and you stop listening to it, and then you pick it back up. It's like I don't know. It just struck a chord with me where it mm-hmm. just it it just felt like so good to the point where I hadn't felt that good listening to anything in a long time. I don't know if you ever feel that where it's just like you grow up listening to certain things that make you feel good, and sometimes you outgrow that because it yeah you, you realize that it's bad. But with David Bowie, it's like 
it's good music. And then I stopped listening to him for whatever reason, like not because I didn't want to listen to him. It's just like you get distracted. There's a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. to listen to. And then bam, it's just so good. Especially that era. I have a question for you. Is it controversial for me to say that I don't like David Bowie? It's controversial. Yeah, it is. I wouldn't say that if I were you. Hmm. I'm going to say it. I don't really like David Bowie that much. (laughs) Now, the thing is, though, I don't think I've ever really known where to start. Mm-hmm. But everything I've heard, I didn't like. And maybe I just don't like his style. Yeah, and I'll be the bigger man. <laughs> the bigger man, like we're having a disagreement. <laughs> and not uh, not choose to... I'll choose to respect your opinion. There, I have several controversial music opinions of stuff I don't like that everybody loves. Yeah, a lot of them I have issue with, but... Yeah, there's some that you'd probably agree with me on, like Kiss. I hate Kiss. Um, Do you like Kiss? I don't listen to Kiss, but I don't hate Kiss. Hmm, everything I've heard from Kiss, I didn't like. The Melvins do a cover of uh, one of their songs, like Going Blind. Wow. It's a good good cover, and it made me interested in the band. Interesting. Um, then they have like that disco phase that I kind of like. I, uh, I, I don't like Kiss, but I don't hate Kiss. Gotcha. So you've been listening to Bowie? Yeah, I've been listening to Bowie uh, mostly. Not mostly. Today, mostly. Hmm. Um, what about you? Have you been listening to anything? Yeah, I've been listening to Run the Jewels 3 on loop, basically. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Wow. Work's just been a little frustrating, and I've just been putting my headphones in and just trying to power through, and uh, that's just what I landed on, and it's been the thing kind of getting me through my week so far. So, Well, well you've given me an opportunity to provide my controversial opinion. Hmm. As a, I'm a, I'm a fan of LP, big fan of LP. He's one of my favorite, if not my favorite rapper, producer of all time. Hmm. I like Killer Mike. He did a lot of cool stuff with Outkast and I like his voice a lot. Them together is fine. I don't, I think that it's less than LP solo material. I prefer LP solo material. I have not listened to either of their solo material enough to make a proper judgment call on that. You would disagree. I think I do disagree as of now. You would disagree. I really like them together. LP is a lot weirder when he's by Mm -hmm. himself, which I like. I'm okay with that, yeah. Uh, And he, LP is actually like pretty influential. Like he... uh, he had Company Flow in the late 90s, hmm. his rap group with uh, Big Juss and DJ Mr. Len. And uh, that's that's one of my favorite albums ever. Uh, Fun Cru- it's called Fun Crusher Plus. Hmm. I'll put that on and like I know every word. And like <laughs> even though I know every word, it's so densely complicated, the lyrics, that I just like I don't pick up on it until like I still pick up nuggets just like. Yeah. Just like, wow, that's what he was saying there? It's just like so <laughs> deep. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, there was nothing like that before and really after. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, I mean, yeah, LP solo stuff is great too. Run, Run the Jewels is fine. I like it. Yeah. But it's just I, like, I think they've fine. only gotten better. Listening yeah. to Run the Jewels 1, 2, and 3, I think each of those albums gets better as you go. I think my favorite is 2 still. 2? Yeah, I like 2. 3 is the one I'm most familiar with. Um, I've gone back and listened to the other two and I, I like it more, but I'm, you never know. The other two might grow on me more. That's the way shit goes. Scott. He put his clit in my mouth all day. Was it? <laughs> yeah. In my mouth uh, all day. Love again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, 
Yeah, I think that's I said a, he that's put a dirty song. Oh, yeah. that's that's part of the lyrics later on. Oh, is it? Uh, I put my dick in her mouth all day, and then later on, who's the guest Gangsta star on Boo? that song? Is that what it is? It's Gangsta Boo. She said, and yeah, and then she says, "I uh, put my clit in his mouth all day." Yeah, uh, that's a dirty song. I like that song because I like Gangsta Boo. <laughs> she's she's nasty. She's from uh, Three Six Mafia. She's nasty. That's an awesome song because of just how blatantly nasty it is. Yeah, it goes all out. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite Run the Jewels songs. Some might say Balls Deep. <laughs> you said it. I might say Balls Deep. You might. You did. Uh, I have a. Uh, I have something. Something uh, for your consideration. Okay. New segment. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's what it's called, for your consideration. Yeah, we did this segment last time, and uh, we don't have a name for it. So if uh, if you guys like the name for your consideration, say nothing or tell us you like that. If you don't <laughs> like it, we're open to suggestions. Yeah, tell us what we should call this segment. So Email that, us at earbuddiespod at gmail.com, earbuddiespod on other platforms. This is the segment where we, we kind of go over stuff that we're not going to review most likely, but we'd like to yeah. recommend it because Shed we some think it's worth it. listening to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even, you know, just bring attention to an artist that we think is worth listening to, regardless on if the new album is necessarily decent. Yeah. How about that? Cool. Because uh, that's kind of my example. <laughs> uh, Tycho has a new album out. Are you familiar with Tycho? Uh, yeah, he's he's local. He is. He's from, I don't know, I don't think he lives local. I think he's out of the Bay Area. Is it now? Yeah. Maybe LA, but I believe he's from Sacramento. He is. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. Uh, For those unaware, he's uh, an electronic artist by the name of Scott Hansen. He's got a very ambient style, and he he actually makes use of very, very clean tones that just sound magical. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They sound gorgeous all the time, and um, it's really good. He's got some really cool stuff, mostly instrumental. I follow him on Instagram, and he does something cool on there. Sometimes he'll put up these stories where he actually runs down some of the gear he's using to get yeah. certain sounds, some of his outboard gear and stuff, huh. um, compressors and whatnot, and say, like, oh, here's how I get, get the bass tone. Here's what I use on bass all the time or something. Here's what I use on guitar. And I think that's really cool. He doesn't do it constantly, but I've seen him do it, and I think that's really awesome. That is it cool. Kind of, I yeah, know that. It shows you, like, here are the settings that I go for, and this is how I get this tight punchy tone huh. or something. I thought that was pretty neat. He's got a new album out. Kudos Yeah, for that. That's cool. He's got a new album out called Weather. And normally it's just him. This one seems to be a collaboration with Saint Sinner. So there's actually some lyrics and vocals on this album. Uh, I listened through it a bit. I haven't finished it. Why don't you uh, play a little sample while you're talking about it? Um, this song is getting a bit of hype, I think. This song is called Japan. Um, it gets a little poppy on this album, which I haven't dug so far, but I need to blast through it again and, and see what I think. Cause I really like his other albums too. So Tycho is worth listening to, and I don't know if we're going to review it on here, but, uh, you know, I want to shed some light on that. Take it, take it in for your consideration. Cool. Yeah. We almost reviewed this. Um, and full disclosure, I didn't listen to any of it, so. Uh, <laughs> we just had other things we were going to do. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Too many things. Yeah. Not enough time. Not enough time, Scott. There's no time in this world, period. Uh, I didn't come prepared with any 
uh, for your consideration. But I will say we probably won't review Scary Monsters and Super Creeps by David Bowie. But uh, it's it's a certified banger. And uh, let's listen if you haven't heard it. I think uh, most people, when they listen to David Bowie, I mean, I'm not trying to sound like a Bowie snob. You like, are. But you're a Bowie snob. I'm I'm not quite there, but most people are like, oh, Ziggy Stardust, you know, Space Oddity, <laughs> uh, that stuff. They go a little bit earlier. I think uh-huh. that his 80s stuff is pretty good. Uh, th- my favorite album is this one, so uh, Scary Monsters and Super Creeps. It gets really weird. See, the music is cool. I think I just don't like his vocals. Oh, really? Yeah. This uh, this album, I was listening to it, just like had a sense of joy that I haven't felt in literally years. I don't know. It's just it was trapped inside me, and it was waiting for me to play this again. Do you want to know another uh, controversial opinion of mine? Sure. Now, here's the thing. I have not dove in deep into the the deep side of this person's catalog because I've had no motivation to because I don't really like what I've heard. Uh, are you, let me guess. Yeah, take a whack at it. Whack a, off at it. I'm going to say Dave Matthews. <laughs> uh, no, actually, there's some Dave Matthews songs that I think are all right. Wow. The <laughs> yeah. stakes got a lot higher. <laughs> only only some, not yeah. many. You know what, though? Marching, and it's marching? I think, no, uh, uh, I think American Baby is actually a pretty cool song. It's kind of soft. It's kind of cheesy, but I listened to it again recently. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should retcon my own opinion. Uh, <laughs> I think Dave Matthews has a great band. Oh, man. I, I didn't think, mean to open this can of worms. No, I, I got to say they, they do, yeah. They're, they're think, very talented. Yeah, all the musicians in his band are very good, very talented musicians. Emphasis on his drummer. I know his drummer gets a lot of hype. He himself, to me, is mediocre. Yeah. But he seems like a nice guy. And I'm glad that he's enjoying himself and doing his thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, just not not for me. What were you going to say? Who, who are you going to say? You want to take another guess? I'm afraid to. You don't have to. Uh, Big artist. Springsteen? That is another one. I don't like Springsteen. <laughs> okay. Prince? Uh, yeah, I don't really like Prince either, actually. Wow, we're just digging Uh-oh. into this. All right. <laughs> There's just- some Prince songs that I dig, but... Who? Just say it, because I'm just going to keep going. And Elton John. Okay. That is probably the one that I get the most shit for. I don't really like Elton John. Yeah, uh, and if okay. anybody has a place they want me to start with Elton John, I am all ears. Hit 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 me up directly at everybody'spotatgmail.com. Um, because anything you don't like I've Benny heard, and the Jets? I love Benny and the Jets. Okay. Bismarcky covered it in on the Beastie Boys. Check your okay. head. Yeah. This yeah. is it. I was about to play this. <laughs> this song is undeniable. I love Benny and the Jets. Benny and the Jets is awesome. Okay. That's about it. Crocodile Rock is cool too. Every time I say that, everyone's like, oh my fucking God. 
Like <laughs> you don't like Rocket Man? I don't like Rocket Man. Okay. Tiny Dancer's okay. But come on, a- man. Anything else I've heard is just kind of seems forced. Those songs are undeniable. I I want people to change my mind. I I want my mind to be changed on this. And it's, I don't know, maybe I just, because I didn't grow up listening to it. We weren't an Elton John household. Um, I didn't really either. Uh, Did you hear Shatner's cover of uh, Rocket Man? Shatner? Why did what? What business does Shatner have covering Rocket Man? I mean, he's... William she Shatner. My bags last night, pre-flight. <laughs> oh Jesus! He just talks it. <laughs> Zero hour, nine a.m. This is my favorite version of this song. <laughs> and I'm gonna be high as a kite. <laughs> it's pretty good. By then. Man, I'm not mad at it. Uh, I probably can't just let this play, but. It's good. Check it out later. Yeah. I will do that. Anyway, that's probably my most controversial. People get mad at me for that one. Uh, people get really mad at me for that one. <laughs> uh, I just, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not into it. I don't know. Okay. I know it's like, uh, who's his Who's his writing partner? It's like Bernie Toppin, something like that. Yeah. Um, someone's screaming at their phone listening to this right now. Yeah. Just pissed. <laughs> To, to that just, we don't know the guy's name. It's Bernie something. Yeah, neither of us are really fans. Um, I like I like Elton John. I just don't listen to him. Enough of my controversial opinions. Controversial? Controversial. I say controversial. Controversial. I've been saying versial this whole time, thinking it's right, but I don't really know. I thought you were just trying to be, like, cool. Proper? Yeah, trying to do, like, a National Geographic narrative type of thing. Proper English. And over here, we have a little man podcasting about it. controversial views. <laughs> As the gazelle approaches, Ian, the tiniest antelope, he digs into the scalp of this shivering, childlike outer exterior. And devours what appears to be the cream filling inside. <laughs> Is that Jaguar sucking me off? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Scott, you want to get into it? We better. You know what we're here to talk about today? Kate Le Bon. Kate Le Bon, her latest album, Reward, came out on uh, May 24th, 2019, under... Mexican Summer. Yes. Kate Le Bon, Le Bon. I, I'm not too familiar with this artist. I just found, uh, I found this just kind of randomly, um, mm-hmm. and I quickly became obsessed with her album, but... Yeah, you latched onto this pretty hard. I did, yeah. Um... Kate Levon uh, was born uh, Kate Timothy, and she's actually Welsh. Uh, I believe she sings in English and Welsh. Not on this album. I think it's only English. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she has, I believe, five albums at this point. She's been around for a while. I, I haven't really been too familiar with, with her work up until now. One thing I, I found while uh, 
doing my little research, someone that we reviewed on the show before, Jeff Tweedy from mm-hmm. Wilco, had a very strong opinion of her. He says in an interview with Pitchfork uh, that Kate LeBone was one of the best out there making music now. It's really rare for people to have a specific sound anymore, but I can always tell when her when it's her playing guitar. Whenever I try to figure out uh, her guitar parts, they're always way harder than they sound. I also read that. Okay. Yeah, so I, I didn't know any of this until this very moment. She must have shit her pants if she read that interview that Jeff Tweedy was complimenting her on her music. Maybe she doesn't care. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, maybe she didn't give a fuck. Who's Jeff Tweedy? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, well, she probably does. So... High praise. I mean, she's gotten a lot of hype. Otherwise, I wouldn't have found her. So when I heard this album, uh, Reward, which just came out, is a breath of fresh air for me because Mm. it did remind me of like new wave and like glam rock and Mm -hmm. that stuff from from that era Um, or like art pop, like uh, Kate Bush type stuff. Even it felt uh, a little bit more sincere than a lot of the like trendy art pop indie stuff that's been going around yeah a lot of that stuff i i like it from a distance but i can't find anything to relate to it it felt a little trendy but yeah with more substance to it right there's more going on right so she does have that to her sound Uh at least on this album where it's like she kind of has that sound like she is so devoid of energy in some situ like points mm-hmm. where it's just like it sounds like she's some LA pop like <laughs> indie thing. But there's a lot to like about this album. When I first heard this album, I listened to it and I listened to it four times <laughs> because I feel like when this album gets good, it gets great. I think that the peak of this album is such a breath of fresh air and it feels it was so refreshing for me to to listen to the the sounds that are on this album and the way that she writes songs is so unique for, for right now Mm -hmm. that I just, it was something that I I had just been missing from, I think from like the typical trendy pop singer, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, she does a lot of stuff with like reeds, like saxophones and stuff. Um, and some, some just strange kind of borderline humorous lyrics at, at times one specific example of that I'll, I'll talk about later but i i just i i just kind of fell in love with this album it's it's kind of uh i've kind of backed off a little bit as far as like my obsession i'm not just like drooling over this album anymore but mm-hmm. but I, I just had that that moment where i was like man this is the real deal and i i just pushed it on you because i thought you know it's it just came out so we better talk about it. <laughs> I think it's been getting some some acclaim. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't struck by it the way you were. Actually, the first couple of times I listened to it, I thought it was boring. Mm-hmm. And then after that, things really started standing out to me a bit. Yeah. Um. Let me run down the track listing real quick. We have Miami, Daylight Matters, Home to You, Mother's Mother's Magazines, Here It Comes Again, Sad Nudes, The Light, Magnificent Gestures. You don't love me and meet the man. The first couple songs I thought were cool. I went back and forth for a minute, thinking they were yeah. good, and then I was like, "Oh, this is very bland." And here, here's what I'll say that you might agree with. I think that the first track on this album is the worst track on this album, and I mm. think that the second half of this album is why I gripped on so tightly because 
the first half has kind of that like what you know trendy pop indie thing a little bit more hmm. where there's a little bit more like synthy sounds that and it's very laid back whatever but the the second half of this album is where i really uh latched on i only partially agree with that okay i don't think miami is the worst song on the album uh first track but i do think that a couple of the songs in the first half are kind of generic and poppy i don't want to say generic but yeah this is miami this is miami this song grew on me it is it's a slow burn um but it's it's cool i went i started listening to it i'm like oh this is kind of cool i like my, it i my, mean don't get me wrong yeah my second playthrough i'm like oh no i don't like this song <laughs> this isn't very good my third playthrough like oh it's back to good again and then just i i ultimately landed on this being an honorable mention not necessarily a pick, but oh, really? You're, I think it's you thought yeah. of that highly in the context yeah. of the album. I, th- I thought it was, I thought it was good. I, I just felt like this song didn't go anywhere, and it has kind of a generic vibe. You get the gist of it about halfway through. You get the gist of it like right away. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's worth mentioning. I like I it. I mean, it's it. It just doesn't go anywhere. Um, I like I like how it sounds. I think that this album really like starts to get weird and interesting halfway through when it. Um, I'll, I'll get to my track picks, but mm-hmm. I think at about track five, it starts to get really interesting. But go, you can you can just finish your thoughts, and I'll get into mine. Oh, I mean that was about it. It um I. I got a not for every track, but there were a couple of tracks that gave me the same feeling that I get when I listen to Talking Heads. Yes. Okay, so I'm not crazy. Yes. So there are certain tracks that, uh, one specifically that is on my pick, one of my picks, that is very like new wavy 70s, Talking Heads, David Bowie, uh, weird. I think I know which one you're going to say. Yes. You're going to say it at the same time? Okay. One, two, three. Three mothers, mothers, gestures. magazines. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't work out the way I expected it to. That's, a, uh, that's another one, though. You're not okay. wrong. <laughs> mothers, mothers, magazines is is pretty interesting. Um, and actually, this this intro does kind of remind me of David Bowie. Spoiler alert: Mothers, mothers, magazines. That's my number one. That's your number one? Yeah. Wow. I didn't like the way it really started, but it turns into this cool jam. Yeah. Halfway through, a little over halfway through, and finishes out the song, and it just it pulls me in. I thought it sounded great. She's, I love this type of track on this album because there's a couple. We mentioned we mm-hmm. did two at the same time. But she sounds like... Like she, she always kind of sounds like emotionless on this album. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But in tracks like this, she kind of sounds like an alien. It's kind of like, like a Gary Newman thing. Yeah. Which I actually, which I actually really like. And um, this is just like so kind of goofy and just unconventional. Yeah, this is my favorite type of. Well, not my favorite type of Kate LeBond. And but. like kind of funky, and the the bass in this the bass line in this song I really like because it's yeah. just weird, but it's just goofy. Yeah, once it gets into the in the chorus and kind of gets towards the end and stuff, I, I really enjoy it. Let me see if I can find a part. I was listening to this with someone, and, and uh, she mentioned that it felt like a, a tractor 
or not tractor, like a, a factory. A factory? Ah, I get like that. She was in like a factory. Yeah. Um, like all this right here, just all these goofy little sounds going on. And the saxophones, and it just, I don't know, it just, it comes together in a nice way. This it's really cool. cool. I, I just, I like this song a lot, too. This is probably honorable mention territory for me. I think that, so my pick that is similar in theme, or feeling, I guess, uh, would be Magnificent Gestures, which is the other track on this album that has mm-hmm. a similar type of uh, tempo. Yeah. Which I don't feel like you hear this much anymore. If you do, maybe I'm just wandering in the wrong territory, but... No, no, you don't. That's part of the reason I really kind of fell in love with this. Mm. Uh, as soon as I heard Mother's Mother's Magazines, I was like, oh, yes, this, Scott, this makes sense now. Yeah. The first three songs, I'm like, yeah, Scott's listening that's, to this? That's why know. it's like hard for me to recommend, because it's like it does start off kind of generic. Uh-huh. Uh, but, so this song here... Um, there's one part that... This is definitely an honorable mention for me, at least. This part where... I'm trying to find this lyric, she says. She's like... She was born with no lips. Drips, drip, drips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> drip, drip, drip. <laughs> Let me see if I find it. I think this is this right here. Yeah, it's so... It's very strange. It's so odd. And then this part here... It's so goofy and, and like, off-kilter. It makes... Yeah. It, it feels so cool. Um, it gets really good at the end, too. Yes. This part here is really cool. It has a really good, like, Talking Heads New Wave type of vibe. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, it's just not that common right now. I just don't really, at least not in like something with this much notoriety. Right. That was definitely a pick for me. It wasn't my number one, but mm-hmm. yeah. The song Daylight Matters, oddly enough. I remember the song Daylight Matters. My dad Matters. loves the song, actually. I, uh, I thought my dad would like this album, so I was like, oh, you gotta listen to this. And he, sh- he was just like, yeah, I've already been listening. Uh, Daylight <laughs> Matters is my favorite song of the year. Yeah. And it was just like, and then he recommended a song to me, and he's just like, "Okay, Dad, you win." Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like you've already been listening to this, and then you one up me and recommend something else. But and this is on the other side of the spectrum with this album. The song's not goofy at all. No, the song's just really nice. It's almost like uh, she gets kind of French pop in a, in a way mm. in this album too. Um, not necessarily this song, but mm. this is a. Uh, I think it's just because she seems so emotionless. It, it feels a little bit more French. Yeah. A lot of lot of chorus and flange going on. I do like me some effects. Yeah. You know this. This is, uh, I think, one of the singles from this song, uh, album. Good. As it um, should be. So that was, uh, I mean, that I like that song a lot, and I, I would put that honorably in my mentions. Gotcha. It's got an honorable spot. Good. But... Um, I just like uh, what she did more toward the end. Because, like, when she gets to Here It Comes Again, she starts getting a, a lot more experimental. Mm-hmm. And this is one of my picks. Uh, mm. I just This feels like a Kate Bush. I don't know if you probably aren't familiar with Kate Bush at all. Don't assume that I'm not familiar with Kate Bush. Are you? No. Okay. I won't from now on, though. I'm not. Don't, don't do that. 
Uh, but this one felt like very strange and like cold, but like very robotic and mm-hmm. cold, but in like a a very um, captivating way. Yeah. Uh, can't explain why I like it so much. It's just like <laughs> the immediate when I heard it, it was immediately something I was just like, wow. Mm. Like it just like stopped me. It's like this. This is like the real deal. Um, Stopped you dead in your ass. And then, and it's just like that. There's a whole run. Like sad nudes isn't a pick, but I didn't like sad nudes that it's much. It's just like this, but this intro is so crazy sounding mm. to me. It it just feels a lot different from the first half. Is my point. It's not my pick. Yeah, it is. And then there's a really cool sax part in this song, though. I think it's a good song. I like it. Um, it's okay. I didn't. I didn't like it as much. This might have been my bottom tier okay. for the album. I have two more track picks. You want to run through yours? Uh, then, uh, we did actually. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was hard for me to pick definite track picks because uh, I, you know, I had two. Mother's Mother's Magazines and Daylight Matters. Okay. And then after that, it was kind of just honorable mentions because I couldn't, I couldn't quite place any as as definite picks. Yeah. All, it was. It was. They were all good. Yeah. But um. Nothing you know, stood from the pack like those two. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I'll I'll go through my two my last two picks real quick. Uh, I think my number one was the light. Um, I don't know why the song just got stuck in my head like crazy. Good groove. Uh, this this and here it comes again. I went back and forth between those two. There's another band with a song called Here It Comes Again that used to be my favorite song by that band, but I won't talk about that band. <laughs> I think I know what band you're talking about. Is it a uh, Weedus? Weedus? Yeah. No. Not not Weedus. Try again. <laughs> it's corn, huh? Mm, we don't need to talk about it. I don't know why I like this song so much, and but it gets really interesting with the sax. I feel like the sax on this album like took it to another level. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this probably wouldn't have been something I lashed onto so hard without that sax, because it it felt like uh, it. They used the sax like the '80s, like like a. Uh, like David Bowie used sax. Hmm. Yeah, I love that there's a bit of dissonance they got going on with it, too. It sounds yeah. a little fucked up, and it like gets gradually more fucked up. Yeah. But it's cool. Uh, which but is it's cool, the though. perfect segue to my final track pick, which is the final track on the album, Meet the Man, which I think is a, a perfect way to end this album. Um, and the reason I picked this track, I liked this song a lot, um, and I thought that the resolve was phenomenal. I wish it was longer. That's my only mm-hmm. critique for this track. But the 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 sax at the end gets so strange. Um, here, I'll just zoom to the end and ruin the ending for everybody. Spoiler alert, everybody. Uh, <laughs> the ending here is like on par with the best of Grizzly Bear for me. Really? Yeah. Listen it's to a this. Bold claim. That was cool. Does that not sound like like Vicatimist? 
I think it would fit in line with Grizzly Bear. I don't know if it's up there with the best of Grizzly Bear for me. Or this part here. It just eh. ends like that. That's are, how the album ends. How are we going to end this song? Oh, do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I I respect the hell out of that. I thought that yeah. sounded awesome, too. I, I I just really like that she wasn't afraid to have things not sound perfect mm-hmm. um, and, and have things kind of sound a little bit weird. I don't know. Appropriately weird, though. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that sounds perfect on this album. It wasn't weird for weird's sake. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it fit in with her vibe. It's like perfectly weird. But it was like the edge that the album needed. Yeah. Because without that, you have kind of a generic pop, indie pop album. Hmm. But then you have all these little flourishes and like weird guitar and like weird sax, weird stuff that kind of makes it a little bit more avant-garde and appeals to me a lot more. And I think that having it so approachable other than that is just like a huge breath of fresh air for me it just feels yeah. very clean it feels really clean but there's like things about it that kind of make you scratch your head and you're just like for a second it kind of it feels weird but then you kind of accept it and it starts mm-hmm. to feel really good so um and i love stuff like that um yeah. it just kind of tests your uh it, it challenges you a little bit more T- than test your might yeah test your might your your brain uh has to break that board, and you got to keep hitting the X. Yeah, brain um, fatality. Yeah, so, <laughs> fatality. I think that's it for me. That's kind of my my whole uh, my whole spiel. Yeah, I don't I don't have too much more to say about this album myself. Um, I like I said, I was pretty back and forth with it at first. I thought it was very boring, and then it grew on me. Yeah, and you know what. We're learning things here today, everybody. And the thing is, give it a chance. Yeah. Give it a chance. Tell me where to start with Elton John. I'll give him a chance. <laughs> and Prince and Springsteen. <laughs> and Kiss. <laughs> and David Bowie. <laughs> and David Bowie. You're in deep shit. Uh, Dave Matthews. I know kind of where to start. Mm, I'm good. All right. Before we proceed, can you tell me where you have Dave Matthews in the like the context of everything that we mentioned here in the uh in the grand scheme of things do you rank david matthews dave matthews in the same pantheon as the other thing that we things that we mentioned you would you would you say him in the same breath no because i don't think it's very controversial to say controversial to say i don't like dave matthews i think that's a pretty common thing yeah so okay i just want to get that out of the way yeah. because i said it as a joke but then now it's like David Dave Matthews is being mentioned with like Bowie I, I would, and I would Elton say John. no no I would say overall I don't I don't like Dave Matthews yeah. I think there's some music behind the songs uh two maybe three songs that I like I actually went down a rabbit hole trying to find something more from Dave Matthews that I like a while back yeah and didn't have much luck it gets like so. There are diehard Dave Matthews fans out there. And you know what? Okay, that's fine. I, when I was a little boy, I did, <laughs> I did listen to his first album. What's that one with the Karis? Or that, like the fair ride on the cover or whatever? The one with Ants Marching on it. You know what? Let's, and, let's, find, let's find out. <laughs> We're in this hole now. Yeah, uh, it's, now it's time to fucking... 
I, I remember liking it, but then I heard some stuff recently and it was, and I, I, I barely listened to it back then, but my dad had it on CD and now I'm just like, some of that is just such trash. Uh, like I see. couldn't get through his album crash. You talking about his album crash? Might be crash. Uh, I think I like crash as like a weird nostalgia. Oh, this thing. song. So much to say. I used to like this song. Okay. I think this guitar line is really cool. Okay, I don't remember this song at all. I learned how to play it, and it's really fun to play. <laughs> no, Under the Table <laughs> and Dreaming is what I'm talking about. Uh, under the Table and Dreaming. <laughs> What's the one where you're just like, I'm the king of the castle, and you're dirty rascal. I don't know. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Oh, this cra- that's crashing to me. Is it? Yeah. Crashing to me. Oh, God. <laughs> this is like so bad it's good, though. It's like the perfect 90s song. Yeah, it's so 90s that it's good. It hurts. It hurts me in my loins. I'm the king of the castle. <laughs> I feel like I've seen Dave Matthews in some movies, and he was really funny. He's been in some what. stiller movies. Okay, he has. He has. Yes, yeah. he has. Fuck. Of course, I can't think of any now, but yeah, he's really funny. Was he in Zohan? I don't know. I don't know what he was in. He's been in... He likes... I think they're friends with Ben Stiller or whatever. God, I hope so. You know what? Bless him for it. Uh, You know what? There, uh, Where's it... Oh, God. (laughs) You love it. You freak. Oh, God. My fucking jam. (laughs) For all the listeners at home, Ian is shifting to a more comfortable position where he can hide his boner. (laughs) Gotta tuck the chub. (laughs) Am I right, Scott? Am I right, boys? I like big butts and I cannot lie. Anyway. There was a for Neil C. Sierga did a mashup of that with uh with uh, Sir Mixlot. It was pretty oh. pretty sick. Oh really? Yeah. Oh Jesus. Oh, Dave Matthews had a new album out last year. Why don't we review it? Because we have class. Hmm. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. Where's the one? Let me just find this one. <laughs> He's got an album called Busted Stuff. Yeah, I remember when that came out. Oh. I don't know this song. Sweet delay on the vocals. Production's kind of cool. Squeeze me. This is a big hit. You'll know when the chorus hits. Will I, though? You know the song? Mm, I don't think so. Not yet. Space between. Mm. You don't know the song? <laughs> no, I don't think I do. Yeah. Uh, I said Pretty Baby earlier. The song that I think is cool is called American Baby. It's a little more gentle, but I like that little guitar line there. It's kind of cool. It's nice. What are we doing right now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're promoting a lot of Dave Matthews. Yeah. This is 
This is the the segment where we realize that we love Dave Matthews. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> These secretly unironic fans. Yeah. yeah. It's marching really sucks, huh? Yeah. Let's yeah. play it. I mean, it's just really bad. Like, why don't we play yeah. the whole song? Yeah. <laughs> I think I mostly just like this guitar line or whatever it is. And this chorus is cool too. Uh, I do know this song actually. Yeah, I think it. I think it's cool. This is like upper echelon Dave Matthews for me. Yeah, he just has like the whole jam band thing, like Fish type atmosphere mm-hmm. where it's just like you're not a big jam band guy, are you? Nah, I'm not. So you must hate the Grateful Dead. Uh, I don't hate them. I just put you on fucking blast. John Mayer's been touring with the Grateful Dead a lot. He has. Yeah. He's a member now. Dead and Company. Yeah. yeah. He is actually doing a summer tour, and he's closing it out here in Sacramento at Golden One in September. Mm. I was going to get me and Laney tickets, but he's been, because he's, it's all, he's got no opener. He's just doing two somewhat longer-ish John Mayer sets, which is cool. You know, nice production and everything. And... I'm looking at his set list because he's posting pictures of him from the shows he's doing on the tour. And fuck, man, he's got some bad, shitty music. Yeah. He's... I've been trying to tell you that for years. He's my favorite guitar player, but now officially, with the last few releases he's put out, last couple releases he's put out, the stuff that I like is so outweighed by the stuff that's just bad. Yeah. He's such a good guitarist, and everybody is demanding him to come back out with another try, another continuum. Those are fantastic albums. He's one of the only people alive right now who I think can do Stevie Ray Vaughan justice. I, I know it's a will, bold claim to a lot of people, Yeah, but holy shit. I, I will never disagree with you when you talk about his actual skill. His musicianship? Yeah, I... Mm. I'll back you up on that. I just think that I haven't liked anything musically that he's ever done. Mm, ever? Yeah. Wow. Eh, t-shirt on. Not on a personal level. <laughs> he's funny. I follow him on social media. He's really funny. He seems like... Yeah, he be... seems like a really cool guy. Yeah. He's really good at guitar. I just don't... Yeah. I just don't get it, man. He's just, he's just making bad songs now. So it's like I'm looking at the set list, and it's cool that he's closing out the tour here in Sacramento. I almost want to go just out of principle for that because maybe he's going to do something cool. I don't know. But also, do I want to go spend the money to see like a third of a set list that I actually enjoy and then like the rest that I'm just bland, blah on? Yeah. And I don't think I do. Right on, brother. Bums me out. I want to see him sh- I want to see him shred. Yeah. I mean, if, if I would just pay to see him shred, I just don't want to hear him sing. Oh, he shredded last time I saw him. Yeah. I saw him at Golden One a couple years ago. I want to see him shred on a, like a freaking Jetta or whatever. Oh, yeah. The, the Volkswagen. Volkswagen, Everybody yeah. look up the, I think it was the 2006 Volkswagen commercial with John Mayer. And I only know the year because I looked that up not that long ago when you and I were talking about it. I think we talked about it on this show. Did we? We might have. Uh, that's entirely possible. Uh, it's the sickest commercial ever. Shit, who else is putting out disappointing music that we like? Oh, man. A lot of people, I'm sure. I'm sure. Muse. Uh, Not, I'm saying that for you. Yeah. All right. That show was fucking amazing, though. Yeah. It was incredible. I wish I could have brought you on, brought you on to that show. 
on stage. Yeah, yeah. Wish I could have thrown you up on stage. <laughs> Picked you up by your belt, by the back of your pants, thrown you on stage. It's too late. Okay, Ian. Uh, Kate LeBon, Le how many ants marching do you give this album? Oh, ants marching. Oh, boy. So how many bad songs do you give this album? No, how many, like... Individual ants. Individual ants. Hmm, do we like ants in this scenario, or do we not like ants in this scenario? <laughs> I mean, we like ants because uh, in this scenario, they're like ants that would do our bidding. Hmm. And you can choose any color. Are we ant men? Marvel owned property. Yeah. We are. We are ant men. We are. What's that guy's name? Uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. He's a cool guy. Parrot is a cool guy. You know he's 50? I didn't know that. He looks he fantastic. He looks pretty good for 50. Uh, my favorite thing with Paul Rudd in it is uh, Wet Hot American Summer. He's good in Wet Hot American Summer. Have you seen the movie? Shit, I don't... Uh, no, no, no. Yes, I have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, That's the original thing was the movie. The right? movie was yeah. the original thing Then they had those Netflix yeah. ones that are actually hilarious. They are because... Well, there's a series that's uh, the prequel, yeah. but they're all like the main dude in it is like a lot fatter. Yes, they're so much <laughs> noticeably older. They're way older. The main character dude is like way fatter and still wearing that like puka shell necklace that he's like stretching to the fucking limit yeah. around his neck. That guy's really funny. though. He is. And it's supposed to be a week before the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That movie goes so off the rails unexpectedly yeah like halfway through for it feels me. like a normal like a typical su summer movie and then it's too weird for some people i think yeah. some people just hate it that's but. pretty good paul rudd played a bad guy in a movie um what's it called mute okay had one of the guys from true blood as a netflix original and he was fantastic in it huh. paul rudd all right he played a bad motherfucker but he was really good had this badass like was a Fu Manchu. I always thought it was a handlebar, but a Fu Manchu when it comes down like this. Okay. Mustache. It was a serious role? It was a serious role, but he was like still funny in it. Yeah. Because it was kind of like unintentionally funny in a couple parts. I uh, recently saw... Uh, because it was so evil. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, 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 you're fine. I recently saw I Love You, Man. I thought that was pretty good. That was pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good movie. The Masturbation Chair. Yeah. Yeah, it's my Masturbation Chair. <laughs> of Jason Siegel. Yeah. I always thought it was Seagal, but... I call him Siegel. <laughs> it might be Siegel. I don't know I what he calls Siegel. himself, but... Uh, okay. Well, yeah. Let's get to the rating. What All right. Think? The rating. Enough tangents. We'll have more. Uh, ants marching. Ant-men. We're, we're ant-men. We're controlling them with the ant crystals. What, what do they use in that? What's the molecule they use? Ant crystals? I don't know. I don't know what the molecule it is they use. Is it a molecule? What are you talking about right now? What do they control the ants? They control ants in it. They can fucking... Who? In Ant-Man, the movie. I never saw that. You never saw Ant-Man? No. All right. It's okay. It's, it's all many, right. How many ant crystals do you give this? Not, they're not ant crystals. There's something... No, how many ant crystals do you give this? All right, ant crystals. Now, define an ant crystal for me. You define an ant crystal. I don't know what you're talking about. Jesus Christ. Uh, fuck. Just... Take them as they are, ant crystals. I'm going to give this seven ant crystals. <laughs> okay. We found the perfect rating. <laughs> should use this for every review now. Uh, 
Seven? Okay. That's I'm going to give it seven. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, and that could change later. It could grow on me. Um, my enjoyment level, I don't think was quite as high as yours, mm-hmm. but I definitely appreciate the album and respect what's going on. Yeah. Uh, I dipped into a little bit of her other material, and it's just kind of doesn't strike me too much. Yeah, I haven't made the dive yet. Um, I I sampled, but nothing I a, really I hit a, me. I made a sh- shallow little dip, dipped yeah. a couple toes in. Nothing really struck me either, but I I am willing to to go the dip the, the tip, the dip depths. the toes. Yeah, because I enjoyed um, this one. So dipping in, tipping toes, dip and dot toe, dip dip and dot tip toes. Tiptoe, dip Tip-toe, dote. Tip-toe, dip-dote. Okay. Uh, what do you give this album? How many ant <laughs> crystals do you give this album? <laughs> uh, man, ant crystals. Let's see. How many ant crystals in Dippin' Dots cups? <laughs> no Dippin' Dots are in there. It's just a Dippin' Dot cup. <laughs> With ant crystals. I Somehow I have like a really vivid image of what an ant crystal looks like in my head. And on top of that, how likely are you to dip your toes and your tip into other albums? Okay. You want that first? Yeah. I'm going to dip my toe and tip in uh, 100%. 100%. So thumbs up, very likely. Very likely that I will explore at least one other album. Mm. And then any of her, fu- her future uh, releases, I will explore. 100%. Gotcha. Uh, as far as Ant Crystals and Dippin' Dots cups, I'm going to say I'm going to give her eight crystal clear magenta uh, shaded uh, well, that's not crystal clear if it's fucking shaded. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I give her uh, <laughs> clear. You ass. I mean, it's it, you could see through it, though. Yeah, it becomes see-through at that point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my God. See-through. It's probably translucent. Okay, I'm going to give her eight translucent magenta ant crystals in one dip and dots cup and then the dip and dots cup is uh is just a normal cup <laughs> what do you mean it's just a normal cup it's normal it's, it's, it says dip and dots on it it's just like the one that you always get as opposed to a different one that you get <laughs> yeah as opposed to one that's like ripped or something <laughs> one that's ripped <coughs> jesus christ now is this one just Handwritten dipping dots on the side. No, it's got it's just like a normal one. It's a branded dip dip dimple dots cup. Yeah, it's got like the the print, like the normal like checkered print with a dipping dots logo. Eight clear magenta ant crystals in in a handwritten dimple dots cup branded branded content. Everybody's pot at gmail.com, everybody's pot on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Uh bye. <laughs> is that it for us <laughs> yeah are we are we capped out we're uh we're flopping around at this point <laughs> i'm surprised at how not out of breath we are from all the flopping we've been doing oh god <laughs> scott you want to get out of here <laughs> before we do too much damage yeah we probably should the damage is done we want to remind everyone out there to check your epididymises and with that this has been ear buddies Bye. This has been another installment of the Ear Buddies podcast. Bye-bye now.